Welcome to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I'm Nick. And I am also Nick. We finally made it. Made it to where? To the where champion. are we? Oh, that was loud. <laughs> <laughs> to we? The ch- we made it to the championship of our Mouth Stuff Marvel Madness Tournament of Marvel Madness Tournaments of Marvel Madness. That's that's, that's the name, what right? we're calling it this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have one last matchup before we crown the best Marvel movie ever. It would have to be because we included yeah. non MCU movies as well. So this is the best Marvel movie ever made and possibly ever will be made. Yeah, and what we say is law, and this will be true. I'm very excited for this. I don't know if you can see in my Zoom, but I've got my Marvel all decked out. I've got my Marvel PJ pants on. I've got my group shirt. Um, Couldn't find my Marvel socks, but I have X-Men socks. So that's, I mean, that works. in line with, yeah. It's not not in the, my socks aren't in the MCU yet, uh, but they'll be brought in shortly. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess. It just reminds me to a time I was wearing like, uh an under armor shirt and like nike socks and nike shoes and people got offended about that <laughs> i don't know if that is equivalent to something like this but it's all in the mcu i guess it would be more if it was like dc and marvel yeah if you were wearing dc socks but an under armor shirt is that what yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well before we get into our matchup uh this week we do have some more marvel trivia we've got our final uh superhero related would you rather that we'll discuss uh but before we get into that our normal intro stuff what did you watch and what pissed you off was that the order yeah that's the order right yeah that's always the order hmm. i don't know it just sounded weirded weird <laughs> sounded weirded to me weirded me out um so what did i watch i didn't really watch anything well like i said i was i guess i wanted to watch um infinity were in endgame but i never did um never came up didn't really find time to fill in that five and a half hour block um with marvel stuff so yeah and no, i didn't really get around to that but um i'm getting really into the great british uh bake off or baking show uh, wherever you reside in uh, very interesting um so yeah this great british bake-off in the uk and then coming uh one pbs um at the rights to um air in the u.s it became great british baking show because pillsbury owns the rights to bake off um fun little story there um so yeah i've been getting into that show um yeah it's good um kind of watched it i mean i watched it a few weeks ago when i was in uh you know dc um a friend got me into one of one of the seasons that she really likes and i think it was probably one of the best um a group of uh, contenders there um but yeah no so i'm starting it over um in the first the first season list what um what we get on uh, netflix so yeah i've been watching that it's fun i like baking i like cooking shows um I'm- i've always yeah. struggled to watch that show because i feel like once Why? you've watched like one season you don't need to watch it anymore they're just british people continuing to bake baked goods yeah and like different variations of you know those baked goods um different styles different uh different you know different backgrounds and perspectives and uh yeah it's always fun i don't know it's just it's nice and you know for me it's always it's it's kind of a nice departure from the normal like com- uh, like com- competitive shows and um, reality shows uh that's that are aired in the u.s so oh, it's kind of fun it's nice it's wholesome it's uh 
fun watch and um i don't know it's uh always gets me hungry so it's, it's and i always like watching it so i don't know i've been getting into it and i recommend it don't listen to what this nick is saying it's a good show i mean i that's fine i'm you can what thing it. do you like then i'm gonna say um i mean hey i've seen one superhero movie i've seen them all there you go wow that's Oof. really a poor thing for you to say in the final week of our five week long tournament of marvel movies yeah i mean better than starting out with it uh so are you wanting me to say what i've been watching then yeah let's um okay. yeah let's do that and then we'll go into the pissed us off um obviously uh because of my dedication being slightly higher than yours i did watch uh, Infinity War and Endgame again before our matchup oh. so that I could I took some notes for some things I'd like to say on each of them um, but along with that this week I've Reagan and I have been watching a lot of the Goldbergs uh, the television program why um, wow are you just saying that because you are upset that I said the thing about your British bake-off no I just it sometimes just shows up on my TV and I don't really like it. It's actually, I, it's definitely got his, it's funny moments. And I like that it's, you know, like it's Philly and it's got eighties mm. music in it. So like, mm. that's all I really need uh, because they always have some really good eighties songs playing. Like at the end of the episode, there's always like one big song that they play, oh. which is like, I love eighties music and I like comedy and I like Philadelphia. So they kind of, you know, I don't think it's the best show, but I think it definitely like has its no, funny, mean, it yeah. has its funny moments. It's also got some like continuity issues uh, that kind of bother me. But I mean, if you're not really paying attention to that and you're just watching it like for a mm-hmm. comedy, it's funny. Uh, also, went to the movie theater for the first time in a long mm, time. That's right. Uh, we had to drive like an hour and a half to get to one that was open, um, but it was. You know, they're definitely like trying their best to make sure things are like super safe, probably to the point of like ridiculousness, in my opinion, much. Uh, because obviously if you're going to a theater, you're assuming some type of risk. Uh, so there's some things that like maybe you could keep the way that they normally are. For example, we got popcorn and they wouldn't put the butter on the popcorn. They put it in a container and then we like had to pour the butter on ourselves, which like, I've never really thought of that experience being something at the movie theater that like, that's where the, um, you know, that's where the infection is gonna spread is from somebody putting the butt, cause they never have direct contact with your popcorn in that situation. They do the pump. Yeah, you gotta know those pumps are just full of COVID uh, just naturally. But like, they still they still pump the butter. They just pump it into the little container and then they give you the container instead of just pumping it directly on. But uh, yeah, no, that's silly. So that was a little, you know, extra cautious, which is fine. Uh, and, you know, I really love the you can't sit directly next to somebody. I think that should stay even when <laughs> back to full capacity. Um, <laughs> but the reason we went to the theater uh, is to see Minari, uh, which is a academy award nominated film this year we try and watch all the oscar nominated movies before the oscars uh and it was very good uh mm. i highly recommend people see it uh, very good acting uh there's definitely some funny moments in it just kind of like 
this real life story. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's based on a real life, but it's like very, you know what I'm saying by that? Like it could be real life. Like it's very just grounded in, in reality. I yes, guess. that's what the story is. It's just like these real moments of this family hmm. uh, of these Kore- these Korean immigrants who move from uh, California to Arkansas to start a farm. Uh, and that's the entire plot of the movie. So it's really like uh, focusing on this family and it's very well done. And so I recommend it. Hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Is it only in theaters or is it streaming somewhere? Uh, it's only on theaters yeah. or like you can rent it on demand or whatever. On demand, true. Pretty cool. Um, I guess uh, to the Goldbergs thing, isn't that, um, doesn't uh, Patton Oswalt uh, narrate? As well. He does. Yes, he does. Okay, so that's another positive for that yeah, one. So it's a opinion. little rat. It's a little ratatouille. Ratatouille. <laughs> I I know I know that the rat's name is not ratatouille. His name is Remy. But <laughs> you get right, it. Right, right, right. All right. What pissed you off? Uh, he's in a lot of things. Um, a couple things here. So <laughs> you're in school, so I'm sure you um kind of uh may experience this as well at some point. Um. <laughs> but we kind of so for one, one one of my courses we um, broke off into um, a breakout session to talk about stuff um and, and it's to the point where this person mispronounces which happens i understand uh, mispronounces a word um but then everyone else just feels a need to be too polite and not correct her um or anyone um so then they also begin to mispronounce that word uh and then kind of be like oh is it or like, oh, or this way to say, it, you know, and then that this just keeps going round and round where everyone is saying this word incorrectly. Um, and then eventually, once you are talking to the whole group, then they also mispronounce it, which then just is an embarrassment to them. So, I mean, I was a part of that. I mean, I chose not to say it altogether um, for that reason, but I was an accessory to this. Um, so it's just kind of that kind of aspect of human nature um just kind of annoyed me to in, in that context um when it could have been avoided um sure you could have looked like an asshole correcting someone but it's like hey by the way it's pronounced this way so i have had a situation like that yeah. before and i'll give you the word that i that uh mm. this person was mispronouncing and that everyone else just went with uh and the word was gazebo um, <laughs> Okay. And, and this person kept saying gazebo. Oh no. And everybody else just started being like, oh yeah, over by the gazebo. And I'm like, <laughs> no, like that's uh, not right. Uh, so yeah, I could definitely like, I'm thinking the same way. I'm like watching other people call it a gazebo. And I'm like, why are you going along with this? Yeah. Uh, that's terrible. That's worse than my example. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm not the only one to get that, get through that experience. It was just, it was just kind of, it was just, I, I just kind of smiled when it was all happening. I'm like, wow, I can't believe this is happening <laughs> um, in grad school. It was just really funny. Uh, one other thing though, um, I did laundry, opened the dryer. I saw my, I mean, I thought it was someone else's, but I saw a pair of Raycons that were just sitting there. And of course they were mine. Once I realized it sunk in, I'm like, oh wow, I put my Raycons through the wash. Um, they still work. So. I was pissed off for a little bit, but then they actually still worked. It's worked. So, um, yeah, shout out to Raycons that actually not, are not a sponsor. 
not a sponsor though, although I feel like it's very easy to be a sponsor, to get them as a sponsor uh, from what I've seen and heard. Um, but yeah. We're, we must be a really shitty podcast <laughs> if we can't get sponsors like that are on everybody else's. <laughs> no, we just, um, no, we just don't want to get bought out. You know, we want to keep things real. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, uh, it was, it, was, it was just it was nice i mean i had a heart attack for a second uh but yeah no it was uh kind of impressive how much they held up being in the wash for half an hour and then uh in you know a hot dryer for like an hour so yeah so that I mean, doesn't that's, that's what pissed me off this week how about you um it's something i never thought i would get pissed off about in my life um but a couple yeah. weeks ago our pooper scooper broke um and so before i cut the grass because it's now a season to cut the grass Mm -hmm. i go around i pick up the dog's poop because i don't know if there's an actual like need to do that but i don't want to run it over with the lawnmower so i pick it up with the pooper scooper uh so the pooper scooper broke and -hmm. i bought a new one and i was thinking it'll be just like the other pooper scooper how much variation is there in the pooper scooper there's been a lot of innovation in the last couple of years. Apparently, uh, the big thing now, I guess, with pooper scoopers is having them be collapsible, um, mm. which I don't understand the need for. Why do I need to fold my pooper scooper in half? Uh, I guess a lot of people are traveling with them or something. Yeah, or on a walk, you don't want to carry that around if you're also running with your dog, right? But I don't think folding it in half is really going to make it. Anyway, uh, so the problem was it's now like less structurally sound because it collapses Mm. in the middle so it's like a very weak one also it had like like finger spots where you're like supposed to put your fingers and like the Mm. grip part and it was just very uncomfortable and so i really don't like my new pooper scooper uh but Uh i'm not gonna like buy a new one like so Uh i just have to kind of like live with this new pooper scooper and it doesn't seem like it would make a big deal uh, but it was a big deal to me, and I'm very upset with my pooper scooper purchase. Hmm, that's so, a shame. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Wow, and you couldn't find like that last the model maker model that you had before. I didn't even think to like look for it uh, I, I because I was just like, oh, all pooper scoopers will be the same. And there were others that specifically said that they were collapsible, and I was like, I don't need a collapsible one. I'm not going to buy a collapsible one. And then the one I bought also apparently was collapsible, but it wasn't like advertising it. So sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, I mean it was it was a shitty situation. <laughs> At least you pronounced it right too. But now I'm excited for a new segment that we're going brighter. to brighter news that we're going to periodically put in our podcasts. Whenever we have segments, they kind of go away for a while and then come back, kind of like the would you rather and the trivia's that we brought back for this. Um, but we have a new segment, uh, a food-related segment where we provide some some food we're after poop. <laughs> some food tips uh, that we would like to share with you all. Uh, and this segment is called "Stuff Your Mouth." Mm. And I, uh, the first thing I'd like to say for our new "Stuff Your Mouth" segment, I would like to give you a banana update. Do you remember a few weeks ago when I described my new experience of eating a banana? Uh, right the, and how you would the, open uh, it. the primate style that's how i'm yeah. gonna call it now this update is not in going to include any more uh descript accurate descriptions of the parts of a banana i still don't know those 
Um, but I have continued eating bananas primate style. Uh, and I remember you saying that you didn't like that little black piece at the bottom of the bananas. Uh, I've actually gotten to the point where when I open the banana primate style, that's just what I'm calling it now. So just go with it. Uh, if I pinch it, if I pinch it in the right spot, it completely rips that black part off. Uh, so you don't even have to worry about that. Uh, so again, I'm pushing for this style of banana eating to continue. That's the only way I eat bananas now. I've eaten several, uh, not to brag, uh, but I've eaten several bananas since we last spoke about this and things are going really well. So next time you have a banana, you should try it. Oh, no, I've tried it before. I don't like it. For me, it depends on the right. No, I mean, try it again. Uh, Give it a second try. Usually, it for me, I for me, it's a it's an alternative. It's um, a solution if I have trouble opening it the more conventional way, the non primate way, if you will. Um, whether you know if the bananas might might be not ripe enough, and it's just really hard to actually peel it the non. You say primate primate way, yeah. Um, so for me, it was always like an alternative in case I had to do it. So i'll let you know i'll maybe i'll try maybe i'll love it maybe i'll learn to love it and then actually not be so scared when i get to the bottom (laughs) in my opinion there's nothing worse than a banana that's not ripe yet i think it's Mm. the most disgusting taste so gross didn't uh uh yeah so gross and like you if you could hear it when you're peeling it (laughs) that's so disgusting yeah yeah I, I hate biting into like a, a banana I think is ripe enough and it's just not yeah it's like yeah it's gross but oh also I just kind of realized you also have more I guess you have more of a grip <laughs> when you do you it do. Your way. you have the whole banana handle it's like a handle. it's like an ice cream cone but yeah. made of banana okay maybe we'll give it a try it's yeah I mean it's completely changed my life to be honest this new way of eating bananas wow. made up for the pooper scooper Another new uh, food experience that I had uh, that I'd like to share with everybody uh, is I've discovered a new little uh, snack that I like. Um, and there's, it's a very involved process, so I'll walk you through it. Uh, you're going to take a box of frosted mini-wheats. Are you a fan of frosted mini-wheats? Uh, I haven't had it in a long time, but yeah, um, I, like, I like what they do. Uh, so, and a lot of varieties as well. You're going to take frosted mini-wheats. Uh, and you're going to take a 40 ounce jar of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason it's the 40 ounce jar is because that's what I had and that's what that's I know a, works. Uh, you, can, like you can try it. I eat it. I like peanut butter. Uh, and you take the lid off of the peanut butter. Uh, and the reason that I had to do it this way is because I'd already eaten some of the peanut butter. So you squeeze the jar so the, the peanut butter comes up to the top. And then you take a frosted mini wheat and you dip it in peanut butter. You, I'm telling you, you have to try it. It's really good. Just a normal mini wheat? Yeah, it was just a normal frosted mini wheat that we happened to have in the house. And I hadn't had them in a while either. I realized uh, they get soggy faster, faster than I remembered. In peanut butter or milk? <laughs> in, in milk. No, in peanut butter, it's still very crunchy and delicious. So I would highly recommend trying this new alternative way to eat frosted mini wheats. Yeah. I'll need to find an industrial sized uh, peanut butter <laughs> container and then I'll get back to you. 
it, you can probably use any size. That's just what I had. But if you, I guess that's better for dipping. Yeah, I think it was or because there was so much in it that like you could still get it to squeeze up to the top. <laughs> they also have new peanut butter like squeezable that's packages, true. so true. that would probably be good with it too. So, yeah, just put your put it in a bowl, squeeze some peanut butter on it. Maybe even throw some milk in there. Don't throw the milk in there. I'm telling you, if you want like a nice crunchy peanut butter, but oh, like wait. sweeter than peanut butter snack, it's very good. So that's I'm, my food tip this week for stuff your mouth. I'm trying to think. So they have, um, they have. I'll, you should probably try different flavors too. You might be, you might like it because they. Have, I'm pretty sure they have like a strawberry one. Um, I'm trying to think if that would work with peanut butter. I'm trying to well, people use like strawberry jam sometimes. Oh, like a peanut butter and jelly. Oh, I like something close because they don't have a great many weeds, but it's just like do they have a chocolate one? Yeah, I think they do. It's like chocolate and peanut butter. I might have to try that one too. I I might have to just like get all the mini weeds and just like dip them. I think you discovered something. It's yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's a great little snack for on the go, Uh, and maybe not if you're bringing a 40 ounce (laughs) jar of peanut butter. Uh, but yeah, so that's my tip this week. And you know, if I come up with any more food tips, that's follow me for more recipes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. I'll, I'll think of some now. Well, later. But yeah, cool segment. I like this. Thanks. So before we do our final matchup for our championship, let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors. This week's episode of Mouth Stuff is brought to you by the National Association for the Awareness of Park Sharks. Uh, so the NASFA uh, listened to our podcast last week and they really appreciated that we brought up uh, this topic that doesn't get discussed a lot, uh, park sharks. And it's a big issue. Um, yeah, it is. And it's quite dangerous. So they uh, reached out to us and they said that they wanted to help uh, with you know, funding for our next episode, as long as we mention uh, the organization and the work that they do to raise awareness for park sharks. So just make sure uh, when you're going around in the parks from now on, just keep your head on a swivel because uh, they're out there and they're lurking and they are incredibly frightening and dangerous and you should be scared all the time. And you also donate on their uh, the website. Yes, uh, go to nafaps.org backslash forward slash mouth stuff. Uh, and that will take you to a fundraising link where you can donate uh, to help raise money for this great cause, which is again, uh, making people aware of park sharks. Mouth stuff with Nick and Nick is also brought to you by viewers like you. Like that thing that PPS does. Viewer like you. <laughs> I guess listeners. Um, it should list- be listeners <laughs> like you. <laughs> That'll be a rewrite for the next time they're sponsor us. <laughs> and we're back. Thanks again to our sponsors. So we've got one matchup this week. We've got Infinity War versus Endgame. Um, you called this before we started the bracket. You said these are going to be the two. I did. I'm proud of that. I mean, these are certainly the most... Should be no surprise. Yeah. yeah the most impressive, like spectacles mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i rewatched these movies uh and i would just like to discuss briefly each of them before we pick our winner uh starting with infinity war uh, as i rewatched infinity war the first thing that stood out to me uh, which i've mentioned before 
is uh, what I have deemed hot cap. Uh, and that is Captain America's new oh. look um, with the longer hair and the beard, uh, you know, less of a Captain America, more of a uh, Steve Rogers who we're all thirsty for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really stood out to me in uh, a very special way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed the new hot cap. Uh, not like he wasn't uh, a, a nice piece before. Oh. Um, <laughs> It's just a certain ruggedness to him now. The, the ruggedness that he's like been on the run for these last few years and like hasn't had time to like clean himself up. So he's just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I really liked about Infinity War was a lot of people meeting for the first time and the, f- mm-hmm. the funny situations that come about with that. Uh, guardians of the galaxy meeting thor uh and you know they bring thor into their ship and everybody is i mean this is going to kind of tie in with the last one but everybody's talking about like how handsome and muscular and attractive uh he is uh, uh, I like that scene, yeah. star lord gets kind of like self-conscious about it and he starts like mimicking his voice and things like <laughs> that um which one thing i did want to mention uh so this is the first time the guardians are included in an avengers movie which means mm-hmm. uh, this is the first time we're seeing Guardians in a non-James Gunn film. Uh, and I feel like a lot of that same kind of chemistry and personality of the characters translated well to uh, somebody else directing. So I feel like they did a good job of like keeping true to those characters. Uh, so I really enjoyed their um, their time in this movie, especially with interacting with Thor uh, and then when they get to Titan interacting with Iron Man and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, like that whole scene, uh, your kick, kick names and take ass. I do like uh, that line. Yeah. And then also Tony and Doctor Strange meeting for the first time and kind of like their back and forth of these two kind of like pompous a-hole type guys. Yeah. Uh, so I really just liked everybody getting to know each other and, you know. Uh, and then I also have a <laughs> big happy family. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Um, I was just to kind of um, interrupt and just say the same thing you said, but just differently. Um, yeah, I, I liked. Uh, I always liked those scenes uh, with um, Guardians. I don't know. It was uh, always good to see them interact and just. Um, I mean, I guess they're mostly comic relief for the most part. Um, but yeah, I thought it worked um, for their characters. And there's always just funny things they would say. Um, great interactions. Yeah. Totally agree. It was, the, it, yeah, because it's always like, how do you do? How, I feel like it's really hard to like kind of write something in like that. Like, oh, they're meeting for the first time. How do you introduce yourself? Catch people up to speed <laughs> on who you are. Um, but I think it was it was done well. And then I have a, just a note here uh, to ask: Could Thanos be considered like the world's biggest environmentalist? because <laughs> he's kind of like <laughs> you know i'm gonna destroy half of the universe uh for the good of everybody else and the good of the planet so i just thought that like you know if you want to look at it in kind of more of a positive light yeah yeah i mean that's just like every time i drive through northern virginia i'm like god he has a point there's way too many people <laughs> like on this planet but 
that's just my own personal experience. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think those arguments can be a little flawed. A lot of times I don't think it's sheer population size, although that is an indirect effect. It's more of the um, resource uh, consumption um, and uh, how, yeah, uh, and energy consumption that comes to, uh, but, you know, of course, population is, is a driver of that, but it's a lot of it is. Anyway, I'm off on too much of a tangent here, um, but it's a lot of a, um, how much it is being consumed um, and it's per person quite a lot but you can fit um shoulder to shoulder population in the entire world fit within a small area but it's just how much you um you uh, consume anyway uh, anyway so i think his logic was kind of flawed um but and i don't want to uh, have people think i'm just pulling out the positives uh i do want to talk oh, briefly Thanos? no just like oh. of, inf <laughs> of infinity war yeah, <laughs> yeah uh so but yeah, you, you might also consider Thanos maybe like the bad guy. I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, no, a lot of people, I guess, like you said, uh, kind of um, kind of see what he meant by that, you know, and it's yeah. easy to do if uh, a lot of problems that we experience. Um, yeah. But I refuse to uh, talk about Infinity War any longer without mentioning uh, Peter Dinklage. <laughs> and... uh, it, has, it has to be said. You you know how I feel about his role in the film. It's like yeah, I wanted to like it as well, but what are your thoughts? It's just his. I can't get over the accent that he's doing. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, it just, and you know, and you've seen him. He's a good actor. Yeah. I think it's just the direction he was given. <laughs> but that's Maybe. the thing with him. I feel like. Like he can do good stuff. Like he's great, obviously in Game yeah. of Thrones. Like he's fantastic in that role. But like he's also done like Pixels, like where he can really, like he can really go to the other end. And so it's just like talk about that accent too. Yeah, that's <laughs> maybe it's him. Maybe he just can't do certain accents. But I feel like they told him like his direction was just like your accent is like a low, like grumbly voice. Like that's your accent. <laughs> but like stressing certain vowels weird i don't know it just doesn't seem natural it just it, you can't pinpoint a certain it's like combinations of different accents i feel like uh, and it's just unclear what they're trying to go with yeah and for, i feel for, like uh, the way yeah. that he's speaking makes the dialogue like weaker um yeah. because like he's trying to describe like this stuff like oh like it's this new weapon and it's all this stuff but it just seems like not good because of the way he's talking right. that being said though i do really like the scene where like thor uh has to like hold the thing open and like takes all the blast from the oh, from yeah. the star uh there's a really funny line in there between him and uh dinklage where he's like uh dinklage is like you're gonna take the force of an entire star like it's gonna kill you and then thor's like only if i die and he's like well, I mean, yeah. Like so I really, uh, I like that line in there. Yeah, I like the whole scene with like, uh, you know, Groot making the handle because Groot's kind of just been this moody teenager this whole time, not paying attention. And then he sees Thor like suffering and he feels yeah. bad for him. So he like finally has emotion in the scene. So that's cool. That's um, question though, question. Yeah. Why did... I'm sure there's a reason for this. Um, I just haven't seen it um, in a while. But why did Thanos keep Dinklage alive? I mean, uh, missed the plot, obviously. But what else? 
yeah, it's it moves the plot along. So why don't you just go ahead and get all the way off my back? <laughs> I'll, I'll get off that thing. No, I don't know. He just he spared his life, but killed everybody else on the yeah. planet. But then he also like took his hands. Yeah, I just kind of forget that. I'm sh- maybe there's a reason they wrote in. Um, maybe. I, you know what I think it is? I think it's because from what I heard, Dinklage signed a two movie deal. Uh, and this was the only movie so far that he's been in. Uh, and he wouldn't have been in it at all had he been killed. <laughs> so, uh, the only other thing I have to say really on Infinity War, uh, I talk about Endgame's final fight scene all the time, but like I forgot how cool Infinity War was where they go to Wakanda uh, yeah. and they fight against this massive army. Uh, and then you also have uh, the group fighting Thanos on Titan. Um, so you've got like, like I said before, they show up in Wakanda, uh, T'Challa is like, get this man a shield. And so they give, uh, Captain America, these cool, like things on his arms. Um, you've got, um, Bucky picking up rocket and like spinning him around and they're shooting and like rocket tries to buy Bucky's arm off of him, which is funny. Uh, Thor introduces Steve Rogers to Groot. And Groot's like, I am Groot. And he's like, I am Steve Rogers. I thought it was funny. Um, one thing that I think is done better in Infinity War than in Endgame, uh, it's a, a little smaller uh, and is definitely not as heavy handed. Uh, there is an entire like female ensemble fight scene in Infinity War, uh, but it's only Black Widow, Wanda, and hmm. uh, the one... Uh, general from Wakanda which I can never remember her name but Denai Guerrero plays her Um, so it's just the three of them fighting and there's like you know there was a mention like uh, the Thanos's daughter that they're fighting against says something about uh, Wanda being alone and then Black Widow's like she's not alone and then they show up so like it's the same kind of thing that they do in Endgame but it's like way less heavy-handed and like smaller that's exactly what I was gonna say uh, because honestly I mean, I guess there's a point to drawing attention to it like that, but honestly, like if you didn't mention that scene, I probably would. It just seemed so natural to what was going on. I didn't really think anything of it. Um, so I guess maybe both has its pros and cons, but I guess I would not. I don't know. It just seemed to be take me out of it less in Infinity War, right? Yeah, because yeah. you don't really notice it. It just feels natural to what's going on. It's like, yeah, they're badass. Um, and then I've got when Thanos shows up in Wakanda, there's like really cool scene where it's like kind of slow motion where everyone's like trying to fight him and he's just like beating everybody off of him as he like makes his way to vision. Uh, and I think that's really cool the way that they do that. Uh, and then obviously after the snap and you start to see people disappear, how unexpected that was for the movie. Uh, and then you've got you know spider-man with his classic mr stark i don't feel so good and then like the fact that he takes so well is it oh no are you just correcting his grammar grammar, (laughs) could you imagine he's like drifting off and he's like i don't feel so good and he's just like i don't feel so well (laughs) if if tony did that that's what you get for having poor grammar this entire movie is brought to you by grammarly (laughs) (laughs) 
um, great. So yeah, the emotion of like, it took so long for him to die, but like he saw everybody else already do it. So like he knows what's happening. Tony knows what ha- is happening and he like basically dies in his arms. You can't do anything. Uh, and Tony has to just like have that guilt because like, you know, he's the reason he's there. Um, and just like I said, I remember sitting in theaters after that happened and I'm like, oh my God, like, they didn't win at the end. Like, well, that's not right. There's, there's a mistake. <laughs> this is, mm-hmm. uh, so that's all I really have to say about Infinity War right now. Do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, no, you had um, everything I would have um, would have said. I liked about it, um, and in greater detail as well. Uh, since you just saw it, um, yeah, I think yeah, definitely liked. I think yeah, I just really liked the fight scenes in Wakanda. I think you know sometimes especially in Endgame, which we'll I'll talk about when we get there, but a lot of times the CGI can get too muddy and dark, and so it's nice to see some nice um, open skies, blues, greens, different colors. Um, it's nice to see that. Um, so oh, I think that was uh, nicely done, um, and uh, it was a great viewing experience, and um, yeah, it just seemed like a really cool location, especially for people who haven't seen it yet. Um, and then always like to see Thor being a badass and like, you know, his new confident state. Um, I always think that's cool uh uh with him using uh lightning without um uh, mjolnir that's always uh always cool to see um but now he does have a weapon and i don't know that was always just a really cool scene when you uh have him um yeah everyone like um fighting thanos and then you have thor coming out uh and stabbing him uh, well is it stabbing with an axe i don't know i guess you're slicing into him with an axe um chopping chopping with an axe you don't really chop through it they're like chopping is like yeah yeah i I think chopping implies like all the way through right uh i mean it's it's the act of chopping anyway (laughs) we're not getting to the the mechanics of this um but yeah you kind of get him in the chest and then it's like oh what is this it they did it oh my god oh and then he's just like you should have gone for the head yeah that scene is what i always uh, it's like that is chilling um so yeah that's always a cool uh cool scene um yeah so I, i thought that was uh and just like just like this uh you're yeah you're like you're rooting for vision as well and then it's just like holy shit he just like fucking ripped out his head like and that's always just really sad to see and the um wanda um reacting to that um not saying it's good but it's done well um but yeah another another that's maybe not bad but it's like peter quill just being dumb <laughs> oh yeah i skipped over here. that i literally wrote uh star lord fucking yeah. everything up and like like come on i get it but you gotta you gotta keep a cool head in that situation you know you're right there uh but of course no movie after that but um but it's fun um fun uh you know uh, critiquing everyone uh in these moments um so yeah that's fine and then just like besides i don't know what is i mean besides you know what happens in the game dr strange is i feel like he's not really using the extent of his powers <laughs> as you see which is kind of an issue i think marvel has when you have like these um it's kind of hard to um i'm sure there's podcasts out there to try to um rank people in, in terms of like power levels <laughs> uh, there's no like measurable way to do that of course with different powers but it's just like you feel like he could do some pretty interesting magic to somehow separate um his uh the infinity gauntlet from thanos which i mean we kind of saw what happened with one of his uh minions nameless minion minions um so 
or I'm sure he has a name. I just don't know about it. Um, so I, know, I just kind of funny to see that um, not play out. It's just like this ultra powerful being kind of sending things out. Um, same with like Captain Marvel, but that's another issue. Um, but yeah, no, like I said, I like the fight um, in Wakanda. Although again, um, I mean, it's kind of hard to do something different, but it's like with this generic CGI army. Um, and then you have like, I guess, captains, generals, um, commanders who to me are also nameless who are just kind of showed up now. Um, so I think sometimes besides saying this, uh, Marvel has like an issue with um, a villain. So it's like, I don't really care if they die or live. Um, they're just kind of appeared out of nowhere and are his children, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, maybe I have to read the comics, who knows. But yeah, no, overall, I really like it. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but it's just always fun seeing. Uh, you know, it would be cool to see the hawk, but it's also uh, fun to see um, Banner in the Hawkbuster uh, Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. Good moment. Like, I mean, a lot of good moments. Um, man, it was really enjoyable seeing this one in the theaters. I'm sure I have many, but I uh, just haven't watched as recently as you did. All right, let's talk Endgame now. Let's do it. Uh, first thing I thought when I rewatched Endgame. Uh, I really like how they open with Sorry. Hawk. Can we go back to Infinity War? Okay. Real quick. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I really like the uh, beginning of Infinity War because um, you don't know what's happening. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's just like happens in Meteor Res uh, within um, the Asgardian ship. I thought that was like really cool. And it's like, wow, what just happened? You're like, you missed the fight. And it's just, you're seeing the aftermath of it, which I think sets things up. Um, pretty nicely uh trying to <laughs> stop thanos um but that was good that's all all right you may i may i you may continue okay. but you could probably just cut in slices uh nope so <laughs> in Endgame, uh i really like that they start with like hawkeye losing his family i think that was mm-hmm. a really like dramatic way to do it because we've already mm-hmm. seen everybody else uh drift away but now like we get to experience somebody who wasn't there seeing what happened because like he doesn't know what's going on because he's just off on his farm with his beautiful family uh and they all just disappear um one thing i did oh go no no uh, (laughs) i i try to keep things more natural as a conversation um no with that one yeah it's it's uh i mean in the beginning we only saw when that first happened the snap happened we only saw what happened to to heroes and then it's just kind of makes it more personal when you see just like a, a family um his parents like oh yeah no this is uh this is really tragic and um just seeing the the uh, wider spread um mayhem that it caused uh i thought was really effective and then the thing that happened next that i did not care for mm. uh is that captain america shaved his beard off uh so oh yeah you're right yeah he's like i'm back at the avengers headquarters i gotta look like classic captain america but i was really digging that beard so you know yeah he probably could have used that yeah he probably had to shave it off for another movie um they should have just cgi'd a clean (laughs) face onto him i'm sure there's something on youtube about that uh there's just a, a cut of this movie with the cgi beard that'd be funny that's that's a shame though it was only a one movie thing yeah so i'll i'll miss hot cap but i mean they're still clean hot clean shaven like cap which is i don't know it's not the same to me yeah uh then 
Tony, when he came back, like when Captain Marvel came and brought him Mm -hmm. and he's like arguing with them about how like we lost, get over it. Like you weren't there, all that stuff. I think Robert Downey Jr. is phenomenal in that scene with his acting. Uh, I think it's like his best scene in the entire thing. Uh, So I really liked him just like talking about all of that stuff. And I think he did very well in that scene. Mm -hmm. And then we see Farmer Thanos. Uh, I don't know why, but every time I see him like pick that big prickly weird looking fruit up that he's farming, I'm like, that looks good. Like, I want to try try that. Like, I don't know what it is. It's some kind of alien space fruit. Uh, But yeah, if I can find me one of those, I would definitely like to try it. Yeah, I wonder what that would taste like. It's probably really good. Yeah. He's farming it. Yeah, I mean, it's he has an entire planet and like that's what he chooses to farm on it. So it's got to be like the best fruit. That's, I don't know. Think. Maybe. <laughs> it's a leap in logic, but yeah. Why would you like, if you only grow one thing, why would you grow like not a good fruit? This may be controversial, but people grow okra. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But there's like a market for it. Yeah. But like, there's no markets on his planet. Like, it's just him. He's growing what he likes. Do we, do we know that though? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's just him. Just him on that planet? Okay. Yeah, Captain Marvel flew down and came back and said, it's just him. <laughs> so it's just him. Yeah, that's even weirder. Hey, so it must be good. Yeah, okay. Um, and then obviously Thor gets his kill shot and he's they're like, what did you do? And he said, I went for the head. So like, that's, I, I liked that callback. callback. Um, and just, it doesn't happen next, but I just, Thor's arc in this movie uh, is often just kind of like chalked up to, oh, it's a joke. Like it's yeah. just, just to add comedic value is like this overweight Thor. Like it's funny. Uh, and right. I don't, I don't really know how I feel about like them leaning into the joke aspect of it because like there's also some genuine like real moments in his character like he is severely depressed yeah based off of what happened and his journey through this movie is to like find acceptance in what has happened uh, and be able to change what he can change later on. Uh, and the scene where he's talking with his mom is just like really yeah powerful. Uh, and I don't think that it gets enough, his arc gets enough credit in this movie. Uh, they kind of just say like, oh, like it's a chubby Thor. Like it's, mm-hmm. he's going to be just used for comedic value. Uh, but there really is more to his character that should be appreciated. Yeah. Do you think, um, I mean, yeah, was, I guess, were, were there a lot of jokes around that? Um, I kind of forget, but it, like the jokes are toned. Like, do you think the amount of jokes kind of undermined that arc a bit? Um, or just like how his character was portrayed, you know, I, with like. Well, I mean, outfits. to their to their credit, the jokes were more like at the beginning, and then after he like sees his mom, like they don't really do the jokes as much anymore. True, true. Um, but like when they come and visit him at New Asgard, and they first see him, like obviously it's supposed to be like, oh, look how funny it he is now. Yeah, but like he's. Yeah clearly in a serious depression like state of pain where he's just trying to like drink his emotions away 
And you can really see it when they mention Thanos, like they say Thanos and his demeanor changes entirely from this like fun drunk guy to this, like he's in a very dark place. And he's like, don't you ever say that name again? Like kind of. Yeah. Uh, so I think more could have been done with his character. But I do think that he has a good underappreciated arc. And then when, after he talks with his mom and he goes back and like, he reaches his hand out and finds out that he's still worthy of his hammer. Like that kind of uh, is where things start to change for him. Um, But yeah, I just really like what they did with him, even though they did kind of use it for a joke, which I mean, I laughed at the jokes. Like obviously they're they're funny, but it's good that they also was some real moments in there as yeah. well. Yeah. Because yeah. that is one of the things uh, you lose basically all of the guardians of the galaxy, which was a large portion of your uh, comedic side in the first movie. So you basically lose all of that. So it has to be Thor uh, and Hulk, which is kind of weird that he's like the comedic, but they did, yeah. they did uh, bring Ant-Man in, which is, very needed uh so he's obviously great i've talked about it before that like that is his role in the mcu should be comedic relief uh he's very good with that he's very funny uh so that helped but like they did make hulk like funnier in this which is kind of weird but it it did kind of work in the time travel test where like they're sending scott and he's like coming back as a baby and an old man and stuff yeah, but it was was just kind of weird to see hulk like as the funny guy like oh time travel like yeah, I didn't really like that too much. That's why I want the, a new Hulk. Uh, also, it was interesting seeing, like, they kill Thanos and they just, like, cut to five years later. Like, I couldn't believe it when I saw it in theaters for the first time. When it, they did it real oh, slow. Oh, yeah. Same they did here. it real slow. They were, like, five years later. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, holy shit. One thing I don't understand, though, is, like, the world kind of just, like, shut down which I've never really like, there's still over 150 million people on the planet. Like, no, that's, there's still 150 million people in the United States. There's still three and a half billion people on the planet. I got it. See, I got it. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, that's still enough people for like society to function. Like you could definitely bring professional baseball back. I don't know why they decided (sighs) that like baseball can never happen again because we don't have like half the people um yeah but that's just one thing i found weird that like i guess it's more like traumatic that like half the people just disappeared and they don't feel like they need to move on just disappeared yeah losing like half your workforce is i think would be devastating crushing to like the economy and then it'll just have rippling effects that will then i guess get the state we are now i don't know i think it would take a lot to to get back to some sort of functioning society. I think they could do it in five years is what I'm saying. <laughs> like by five years, they should have. Oh yeah, so much can be done within a, a term, a presidential term, right? That would have been, see that's stuff I want to know, like who mm. in like government blipped. Yeah, like, yeah. See, there's a lot of things here. Um, yeah, and then how, yeah, who, who, who took command? Like, I don't know, the, the, yeah, the chain of command. Um, Who's still left in these roles? Damn, kind of, it could be fun uh, seeing like some sort of spinoff on like those uh, how uh, people were surviving within those five years. But on that note, it was yeah for me it was just shocking how quickly they killed him. Um, like I don't know, it could be wrong. First twenty minutes, I don't know. Uh, the I guess the first Thanos. Um, first twenty half hour. Um, 
and then yeah then the fade to black and it's like wait what happened is this yeah. the movie <laughs> the end yeah this could have been done as a post credit scene yeah um but yeah uh totally agree with them and uh, how they introduced the movie yeah another thing i liked uh is the the like ronin version of hawkeye i think is super cool where he's in japan just like killing a oh, bunch yeah. of people uh, he's like super badass uh i like his hair in his new I do like his hair. uh he's got like tattoos all over him he's got a full sleeve on his arm he's pretty cool <laughs> he's dark and brooding now yeah yeah which is like always something i'm into so <laughs> <laughs> could have had a beard though and then uh when they get into the time travel aspect it is you know kind of funny that they come back and they kind of like comment on stuff that happened in the first Avengers movie uh, where they yeah. get like Tony saying like oh that uniform does nothing for your ass and then <sighs> uh, Ant-Man's like that's America's ass like I th- thought that was funny uh, one thing I did not care for during that time uh, was the completely unnecessary Matthew Berry cameo uh, oh. <laughs> that we've talked about before Matthew are your Berry feelings? Matthew um, Barry does not need to be in the MCU. Uh, I don't think he deserves that. But Disney. No. Uh, yeah. Matthew Barry should yeah. stick to giving wildly inaccurate uh, fantasy football advice and should not be in my Marvel movies. Side so note, I, 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 it baffles me how people get paid for that. <laughs> for like fantasy football analytics. and but Anyway, um, but yeah, I guess that's the issue with having a huge conglomerate just control every type of media. And then you have these cameos as a result. Mm. Um, from there, another thing I liked is uh, after Hulk does his snap to bring everybody back, uh, we kind of find out because uh, Clint gets a phone call and it's his uh, wife. But then also... Yeah. They like see the birds out there because like that's something that doesn't get talked about enough is that uh, Thanos snapped half of all creatures. So like there's half as many worms as there were before uh, and things like that. So just to like see these things kind of return uh, and then you're immediately hit with like Thanos' ship is now shooting at them. So it's like, oh, they made it. And then they're immediately like, nope, we're like only halfway through this movie because like things are about to get bad again. Uh, and then obviously I've talked about it before, but this battle again uh, at the end uh, where it starts out with just like these three original Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor fighting off against Thanos. Um, and that's when you see Captain America pick up the hammer. Uh, I watched it again Oof. today. It's now like the fifth time I've seen it and I still got emotional seeing it. Still get uh, chills, yeah. I still got, I still got emotional when uh, Sam says on your left and everybody comes back. Uh, So no matter how many times I see these things, they're still going to like hit me the same way. Uh, Tony seeing Peter for the first time and like giving him a big hug uh, when he wouldn't really hug him before. That's like emotional to me. Uh, I did. We did already briefly mention the heavy handed, uh, female scene which could have been done better I think and like there had to be a less like Obvious. a more subtle way to do it especially yeah. because the thing I don't understand uh, and we may have mentioned this before but like 
the wasp was helping ant-man fix the time machine she had to fly away from that just to cameo in this scene about like strong women in the movie so like that doesn't even make logical sense for her to like (laughs) abandon what she's doing so that she could come be a part of i don't know that's just are you telling like i said i think they did it very well in uh Mm. infinity war and i think it could have been it just the way that they set it up just seemed too uh over the top um i I like i like the message but it's just like yeah the way they did it uh, yeah it just it yeah as you were saying like yeah you know taking people from the roles currently on the battlefield taking away from uh, moving them out of those to just for that shot yeah just to me just doesn't seem logical i don't know it just seems too forced when you're when you're trying to do that and then okay go back (laughs) right places um yeah and then obviously after um tony does his snap uh and pepper Potts comes up to him and tells him like (laughs) every you know everything's fine you can rest now because like he's been carrying this entire burden of like him thinking he's responsible for the safety of the entire world like by himself his since he became iron man to now like she says like you did it you saved everybody like you can like rest easy and then he dies and it's just like oh it's so emotional that this movie really plays with my emotions to the point Mm. where like i really love watching it but then when it's over i'm like sad oh yeah wow now I'm thinking there has to, since this is like the only uh, situation where they win, there has to be like other timelines where um, there's a handful of, of Tony Starks deciding not to do that, <laughs> not to sacrifice himself, right? Yeah, I mean, um, according to uh, Captain, no, according to Doctor Strange, there's over 14 million outcomes and only one of them they win in. Uh, so I imagine in some of those 14 million, there are times where, where Iron Man doesn't. They're presented with this exact scenario and he doesn't <laughs> for some reason. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see all the different scenarios play out. He also like says different things instead of I am Iron Man. <laughs> Thanos is like, I am inevitable. And he's like, I am late for dinner. And <laughs> just like snaps. <laughs> Damn, Tony Skywalker. If people, sorry, if people watch the um, uh, return, uh, yeah, uh, return. No, uh, the uh, what was the movie? The Last Jedi. I don't know. I, no, that was that was in the middle. That's the only one of the movie. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. I think the the last of the Skywalkers. Two space, two wars. <laughs> if anyone saw that movie, they'd understand. Space wars, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> reckoning um yeah yeah no, i totally get emotional around um that time too um yeah it's great seeing everyone together anything that you would like to add on endgame positive mm. or negative always uh yeah you know it's always, um especially on um vormir um it's just uh yeah it's just it's a good i think it's a good scene it's like you, you kind of expect what's happening and then it's like then it actually gets to that moment. It's like, well, shit, who dies? Like, I actually really do like these characters, uh, which is why I'm glad in previous um, previous movies, uh, you know, you see Clint's family, um, and uh, you know, you, you, you 
kind of humanizes him a bit more and um you know a little bit more respect for him as uh, as a hero you know uh, i guess a lot of people can rip on him for um the shooting arrows um but i think he's one of the coolest ones um and the bravest um going to these fights with with no powers um and same with uh natasha um so i don't know just like seeing them seeing their relationship knowing that they have a ton of history together and then how do you decide which one goes um and obviously you know you know them pretty well they're, they're not going to let the other go um so just seeing that was uh did that play out was um was uh, quite interesting and uh and heartfelt um and then you don't want to see either of them go and then but you know one of them has to go and and it's just always like this back and forth between um who's going to actually make that jump um eventually natasha does which is uh, pretty sad um but you don't want to see it happen so i think yeah it was a pretty gripping scene that they um that they did pretty well um you think that they told them uh whichever one of you sacrifices themselves will get a solo movie but whoever lives all they get is a disney plus television show Ooh. uh but then it turns out that like Black Widow's basically going to eventually end up premiering on Disney on Plus Disney. anyway. So it's yeah. like she died and then she didn't even really win. Yeah. You know, that's a good, that's a good, I know it's probably partially joking, but like it's kind of interesting to think like what these discussions go on between um, like the studios and the, uh, the, the actors, you know, with, um, with their contracts and what they're going to do next uh, within um you know, within this for this franchise and it's kind of interesting seeing like okay so i'm gonna die here but you know um it's in my contract to do this or you know it's just kind of interesting to see how these negotiations negotiations go and how much input that they might have i don't know it's cool wonder what those conversations were like i mean i'm sure you see that more in tv shows where it kind of goes on longer and you have characters dying um i don't know good point what else though uh, what else did i like i mean Time travel, I guess, is always cool when done well. I guess they did it well to some extent. I don't know. I haven't really thought too hard on the implications of their time travel and how how it's structured. Um, I'm sure that they explain it, obviously. Um, but I haven't really thought too deeply on it. But, you know, always like a good time travel romp. And uh, I don't know. how Did you think it was entirely necessary to see the whole thing with, like, um, uh, I guess going back, uh, in the whole thing with um, Tony's dad, um, Tony Sr., um, like how, how, I don't know, was, was all that necessary? I feel like it was a lot of padding, but I guess it was fine. I think it was partially to show that like a older, more mature version of Tony interacting with his father, kind of, especially now that Tony is a father. Uh, so he gets a little bit more clarity on the situation because, you know, uh, his dad died when he was still like a moody young kid who, you know, didn't think that his dad really cared about him or anything like that. Uh, and just to see, like, you know, he's nervous because his wife's going to have a child soon. And like, he hopes his son doesn't end up like him, things like that. Uh, and obviously he just, you know, he gets to see his dad who died so long ago. I think, I think it was a nice sentimental moment. Very good. Sure. I guess I had to as well. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, because you kind of forget why they're there. I have to watch it again. But yeah, time travel is always fun. Um, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, I hope this Hulk doesn't stick around. I don't know. I'm a fan of the Hulk um, in his current state. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What else is there? I guess I don't have too much to talk about on this one. Well, 
before we make our final decision on what is the best Marvel film, uh, real quick, would you rather have telekinesis or be able to change your size like Ant-Man, so big or small? Um... I uh, definitely telekinesis. I, I find more value out of that than being able to change my size. Although that would be cool to be able to um, to just like get really big and just like kind of sidestep over to another city, <laughs> if you can, if, if that's physically possible um, with the force you're exerting on the Earth. Hopefully that won't change its orbit. Um, but then, yeah. Although, can you like also like manipulate? an object stand on it and then be able to use that as a form of travel i think so sure i don't care this i'm just trying to talk my, i'm just trying to talk myself into all the the, the, the different possibilities i can get into with telekinesis which makes make for me makes it more attractive than uh than getting big being swole if you will or small big or, or small small or small um but yeah that's for me i think yeah telekinesis all the way is, is something i've uh, always wanted you know, every so often I wake up, I test it out a little bit, don't have it, get disappointed, uh, eat McNuggets. Um, I see definitely the appeal in uh, telekinesis. Mm. I think just for fun, I'm going to go with the size changing, especially if it's like, because Ant-Man, like when he shrinks down, he becomes stronger, like proportionally. So he like gets the do more stuff and then you could become like a real big guy uh and a real small guy and like get into like crevices and stuff yeah yeah. um i think that that would be cool especially if i didn't include it in this but if you had also the technology to like shrink and grow other things Um, right like if you're just yeah just to play the contrary i'm gonna pick the ant-man abilities in this one yeah i could see its appeal i'd be really frightened to shrink down to like almost almost a microscopic level and then see all the uh, dust mites that are like in my bed oh yeah <laughs> like attacking me i don't want that <laughs> but i do see like that'd be really cool um just to be able to go anywhere and just like kind of jump around uh being a little small small guy and uh, yeah basically have ant powers i think would be actually really cool but telekinesis for me all the way all right it's time it's oh, was it time holy shit the moment let's, of truth let's crown the winner of our mouth stuff marvel madness tournament of madness of marvel madness movie marvel madness movies <laughs> the reckoning i don't think i said it the same twice ever the entire time that's that what makes it this. better um do you want to go first or do you want me to go first uh you know i'll let you go first you saw them you recently saw them um you'll probably the better uh, the higher authority on this matter all right so Here's the deal. Okay. I was ready to make my decision Uh-oh. until that final end game battle scene. And I mean, we talked before about one of my difficult decisions being like 49-51. This is like 50 point mm. Uh, four to fifty point six. Like it's these two movies. I think are the best movies in the franchise. Um, 
I will say it might be is actually a little bit too much to watch them back to back. I think you mm. need uh, that breather between Infinity War and Endgame like they did in theaters where you they released it and then you had to wait and sit on it. Um, I love, like I said before, with Infinity War, everybody meeting for the first time. There's a lot of comedy in that and then that fight scene at the end and then the uh, unexpected ending with, you know, the people turning to dust. And I was so ready to pick Infinity War, surprisingly, over Endgame uh, until that final scene at the end. And I think that final scene at the end with all of that emotion and like the fact that I've seen it so many times now and it still like gives me chills. Uh, I I have to go Endgame. Interesting. But it was very close and I was surprised how close because I was thinking like oh Endgame with that final scene like that's going to be far superior but like I would Mm. say a lot of Infinity War is like better than Endgame but then when you throw that final scene on Endgame it makes it overall better if that makes any sense at all. No, it does. It does. It does. It, 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 uh, it's kind of the same logic I was following with my decision, but I went in a different direction. Um, I'm just, for me, uh, and I'm not just saying this just so we could uh, put it to a uh, um, listener vote. I was going to say viewer vote. Um, but I don't know. For me, I would have to go Infinity War. I, for me, um, I just got a lot more of enjoyment out of it overall um, throughout the experience. I feel like, yes, the, the end of Endgame, the end of Endgame. Uh, was 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 great um uh i mean <laughs> how it tied things up um and just the the, the emotion and the, the the excitement um from everyone coming back I, I think it was done well um but for me honestly maybe it was too great i don't know but i just honestly just the rest of the movie for me is quite is is a blank um i just stuff happens and i just kind of forget what, what went on um i did watch it a couple times um and I don't know. So for me, I, I just I just remember a lot more from Infinity War. And I think just like uh, just the ending of uh, did I say Infinity War? You, you did, yeah. <laughs> I legit Infinity, <laughs> Infinity War. Um, wow, that was not even me trying to do that <laughs> on purpose. Um, yeah, just like with the ending of Infinity War. Um, I don't know. That just uh, for me, just I don't know. It was. Uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just a different feeling. Um, like kind of you mentioned, it's like, wait, they're, they're not winning. Um, no one won, they, they didn't win. Um, it's a very unique feeling to come out of, of a um, superhero movie. So I don't know. So with that, with um, just for me, Infinity War being more memorable and just having for me just um, really uh, just like better set pieces throughout. Um, and just, uh, it's a, I think for me, just better interactions between um the characters i think uh, i'm gonna have to go infinity war but for all those reasons all right. but everything i said about Endgame is valid as well it's still very good but i, I think it all just comes together at the end uh, I, for me if i were to choose between these two it'd be infinity war it's only fitting that our final yeah. matchup would end in a tie where the fans decide yeah. uh it wasn't even I, intentional I, I don't blame you for picking yeah. uh infinity war uh like i said it was very close i think yeah, they're both yeah, yeah. they're both great films um and i want to thank all of our fans who voted who are now helping us decide 
but here we go. The moment we've all been waiting for. And I have not seen the results, so I don't know. Uh, I've got my screen very small so that I can't see until I scroll. Uh, who the fans have crowned the winner of our Madness, Marvel Madness stuff tournament. Oh, you've got to be shitting. <laughs> oh, no. Is, uh, is it legit tie? We have a legit tie. 50-50 Infinity War and Endgame. I was not expecting this. Wow, what do we do? I don't know. I guess I should have checked the results beforehand. <laughs> That's funny. So, I mean, you're going to have to take back your vote. One of us needs to change our vote. Mm. I'm not moving. I think that I think it would be more likely for me to vote since I was. Yeah, you're you're more you were more on the fence. I knew mine. Also, I just realized that I said before that I was fifty point four to fifty point six, which was not out of two. I mean, you gave it one hundred one percent, and you. So I I guess with that extra credit, I'll add that extra credit to infinity war and infinity war is gonna have to take it but with an asterisk because technically they are both the best movies so the infinity war endgame combination uh is the best but i'll add my extra bit of vote to infinity war which technically kind of makes infinity war the winner uh, boy, we really had a letdown there at the end with our <laughs> final decision. What a way to deflate your uh, <laughs> your pronouncement. Oh, goodness. Um, well, anyway, uh, thank you, note. all of our listeners, for listening uh, to Mouth Stuff with Nick and Nick. I have been Nick. And I will always be Nick. So what do we say? I guess Infinity War won then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the, the winner. Oh, this they're, they're crowned the 